Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, April 28th. A headline that no president wants to see, the American economy unexpectedly shrank in the last quarter, and certainly not a president whose party is facing enormous political headwinds. This morning, we got news that the U.S. economy unexpectedly shrank over the first quarter of this year. It declined at an annualized rate of 1.4% between January and March. Small growth was expected. Nobody expected a gangbusters report in terms of the economists out there, not a decrease, a decline, a shrinking of the American economy. The last time we saw the GDP decline was two years ago with the initial onslaught of the pandemic. And of course, that was a whole different story. There we saw the economy suffer a body blow of a 31% drop in GDP when the entire society shut down, basically. Now, there are always sort of numbers that people can point to from the Biden administration or the Democrats on the Hill to try and soften the blow that this headline will bring, no doubt. One of those points is about consumer spending, which actually grew at a rate of 2.7%. But it's hard to get past the idea that in this quarter, we saw the economy shrink because a sort of traditional definition of recession is if there are two consecutive quarters of shrinking GDP. Now, the economists today that have been sort of reacting to this are not sort of sounding the alarm that a recession is inevitable, but there is clearly, you know, a very bright blinking yellow warning light going on here. You know that 2022 is shaping up to be a brutal year for Democrats. It is true. Historically, most often the party that holds the Oval Office, the party in power, tends to suffer losses in midterm election years. But add on top of that the inflationary pressure in the economy that we've seen, the data coming out like today, and just how people are feeling the economy in their day-to-day lives. All of that presents a real political problem, not just an economic policy problem. But of course, President Biden came out today and tried to put the best face possible on some pretty tough economic news. Here he was at the White House today. We also had last quarter consumer spending and business investment and residential investment increased at significant rates, both for leisure as well as hard products, number one. Number two, unemployment is the lowest rate since 1970. A record 4.5 million businesses were created last year. Trying to put his best spin on it and using real numbers, pointing to that unemployment number is key. That's a key metric that folks look at. But again, that's not necessarily the place that people are feeling this economic pinch like they are at the gas pump or in the grocery store or with housing costs. So even though they are employed or perhaps their wages have gone up, it's not compensating for this daily barrage of increased costs. And by the way, that's exactly 
what Republicans are going to point to in this election year. Now, Biden will do his best to call it sort of the Putin price hike. He will blame the continued challenges of COVID. But that's not going to stop the Republicans from pointing day in and day out to what Americans are experiencing. Listen to Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, today speaking to the McCain Institute's Sedona Forum. All of this growth is overcome by the cost of everything. Uh, Inflation is the most wicked hit to medium and low income families you can imagine. So, no, this is not a healthy economy. Look at how the American people feel about it. No effort to fool them into thinking that times are good is going to work. There is little doubt that the economy is issue one, two, and three for voters. There's just a ton of polling evidence out there that indicates when you ask folks, what's the most important issue you're facing today? The economy, inflation, again and again and again. It really is, as James Carville famously said when he was running Bill Clinton's campaign, it's the economy stupid. As for those real-world price increase pain points for Americans, we learned the Consumer Price Index hit 8.5% in March. That's the highest number that it's been in 40 years. And AAA now has the national average for a gallon of gas at $4.14. It has ticked down, it's about 19 cents on the average gallon, but it is still a large amount of money to pay for a gallon of gas right now. Gas is still uh, much higher than it had been, uh, you know, a year ago. And while there may not be a ton of quick fixes that Democrats who control both the House and the Senate and the White House can do, Democrats clearly want to get caught trying to do something. So Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer today, they spoke on this new legislation What is causing the increase in gas prices? Number one is market manipulation and big oil not giving a break. That is what we're focusing on. All of this is happening as the Federal Reserve, the key organization aimed at fighting inflation inside the federal government, is looking at yet another interest rate hike. So perhaps a half point hike could be coming from the Fed, which would, of course, mean on top of the interest rate hike they've already put in place, that borrowing costs for mortgages, credit cards, car loans, all of that can be higher. So is there anything President Biden and Democrats can do to try and combat this? Well, one of the things they were trying to do, as you know, last year was to address people's costs broadly by getting more assistance out the door in that big social spending package known as Build Back Better. That completely fell apart. Now there's a discussion. Is there a smaller package that can be put together this year in in just the weeks from now before the election consumes everything up on Capitol Hill? And of course, to get an answer to that, you got to go to Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat, whose vote would be critical. There's not a Build Back Better revival. There's not. I mean, public policy, these major social changes should go through the process. That's what the process is for. That's why the Senate is what it is. You have to build consensus. I don't know about you, but that certainly does not sound like to me that everything is in place and aligned for the Democrats to pass a big spending bill, even a slimmed down spending bill. It sounds like there's a lot more work to do and not a lot of time to do it. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. 
We'll talk to you tomorrow.